I, I, I have said this to many people. Like, look, God of War would win Game of the Year very easily if any other year. Just not this one. Because of competition? Because, what what is your look, elaborate like why would you say that because, because Elden Ring is just too big Elden Ring yeah. is, was too much of a phenomenon yeah I think that if God of War releases last year or if it releases in 2020 if it releases in 2019 it, it like it wins by far but like Elden Ring is one of those oh it's one of those generation defining games mm. and like it's like, oof, too bad for the devs, but it'd be like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. one of those things where the devs also probably understand as well. They're like, ah, mm. you know, what, it was what, a good ride. <laughs> Podcast, and for this one, like usually we do, like a game of the year thing. Uh, it's gonna be a bit different this time. We're gonna listen to some uh, of the community's favorite moments in gaming this year. Some of them will talk about their games of the year um, and all that, and we'll do that as well. I'm gonna talk about my game of the year. Robin's gonna talk about his game of the year, and we also have a special guest, Stella, Hi. who's Probably, I think, also going to tell us <laughs> Hi, Stella. Hi, how are you doing? Good, good, good. Hi, Robin. I'm dude. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> You've been busy. Come on. We have been busy. We have been very, very busy. It's been a tough year. A lot of stuff. It has, mm. it has. The last time we did this was before Lusaka Comic Con. So, like, prep for Comic Con was really crazy, guys. Like, jeez. Understandably so, so. so. It was literally my hi- the highlight of my year, to be honest. It was. <laughs> I appreciate hearing that. Too, no idea. <laughs> it really was for me as well. Like, it was great to finally have that back. And it's going to be great to have, more, like, knowing that it's going to be more consistent going forward. So that's, that's really good. Awesome. Anyway, uh, I guess we can start um does anyone want to go first or should i i go first please please okay so i think um well this year i haven't played many games mostly because of time and stuff uh next year i'm definitely gonna play more uh and also just i guess the releases weren't very catchy for me personally um but uh yeah i would say one of my favorite moments in gaming this year would have to be, and I didn't play this game, but it's just something that I, I noticed and, and, and I enjoyed. We were seeing everyone's, for the, those first few, like, I don't know, weeks, seeing everyone, like, get really into Wordle. I really liked that, like, seeing <laughs> people who were, like, really into, like, Was that this year? It wasn't last year! <laughs> Wordle was this year. Wait, but I, that was I, actually, I actually had Wordle on my surprise game of the year pick. I am shocked people did like um, pick it and stuff, like some of these outlets. But yeah, so 
Wordle, like, I can't, I can't that believe was... that it was this year. <laughs> it honestly it feels was... like it's been longer, for real. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was early this year. It was early this year. Um, and the New York Times bought it this year as well. So yeah, that was... I enjoyed seeing that. Um, that was that was, that was was fun for me. Like, it's always nice when something like that happens where really, like, it reaches the gap between like... non-gamers, quote-unquote, and, and the gaming world. Yeah. And I remember there was one word, there's a word like, because everyone was like on a roll, and then there's one word that just threw everyone for a loop. <laughs> I try yeah. to recall the word. <laughs> but like, people were just complaining, like, that's not even a real word! And I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what an interesting you, take. That's a very interesting take, to be honest. I've never played Wordle because I'm a, I'm on Sam on Android. So, yeah. Isn't that like an, an Apple exclusive? No, it's a browser game, I believe. Was it? Because I looked for it and I I couldn't find like the legit one that everyone else was playing. So that's why I assumed that it was like specifically for Apple. It was like an Apple game. Now, I haven't played it either, but mm. I think you have to go to the New York Times app. Ah, okay. I or think. New York Times website. Okay, makes sense. Okay. Uh, oh, damn. How spoilery can we get? Ah. Uh. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I was about to ask the same question because, like, for me, <laughs> I've got a bunch. Mm-hmm. I think you can just like give a fair spoiler warning, but don't like go in depth. Intense, yeah. But just like if you do have to say something, like you know, spoiler for this game coming up. And then, okay, fine. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I'll start. Uh, Well, how can I describe this? There's, okay, this isn't even a spoiler because I think everyone knows it at this point. But there is an elevator in the woods in Elden Ring. You go down, you press the button on the elevator, you go down. But you notice you keep going down. You keep going down. And you keep going down. And you keep going down. And then you see a night sky. And it is a whole ass cavern with its own sky. Which you went from a freaking large elevator. And then you open the map and you see the map has got a whole new layer on it. And it's just like, how big is this game? What just happened? What is going on here? That was like one of the... This one, it's, it's a very common pick. For people who play Elden Ring, but it got me too. It got me too. Can't and wait to play was... it. To be honest, a lot of people have sung its praises, and I'm just like, I have no idea what people are talking about. <laughs> but I'm yet to play it as well. So, thanks for the the heads up, uh, Robin. <laughs> You'll have a fun time. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have found it myself, but now that you've mentioned it, <laughs> I was or all over will. the internet. Oh, you will find it. Yeah. Despite not telling you where to go, it guides you. It there. leads you there. You, yeah. Ah, okay. okay. Cool. Okay. What about your, for you, a moment which you uh, remember fondly? To be honest, I have two moments. Um, and I, I'm, people are probably going to bash me and say I'm very biased, like with my opinion. I haven't played nearly as many games as I 
would have liked this year, let alone completed them. But from the ones that I have played and completed, I would say um, two have stood out to me the most. Obviously, I know you guys are going to come for me and say, okay, no, but it just came out. God of War Ragnarok, to be honest. Matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If it was a moment you liked, it was a moment yeah. you liked. Okay, yeah, to be honest, I just, I have to put it out there. And spoiler alert, not really a spoiler, but I don't know if you guys have watched The Sixth Sense. So this moment in um, God of War Ragnarok was like that. Like, you know, the, the plot twist at the end where, like, you discover that. Let me not even spoil it for you guys if you haven't watched it. Have you watched it? I've, I've, uh, I've watched The Sixth Sense and I've played God of War Ragnarok, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan, so I think I have an idea. Yeah, like it was it was one of those like jaw-dropping moments. For me, it was just like what the actual freak is happening right now. And I don't want to go into details about it, but in this particular moment for me, let's just say it has something to do with Tia, okay? Um I'm not going to go into details because I don't want to spoil it for people because I really want people to just have the the same experience I did. Like I literally couldn't believe it. So for me, that would definitely be the highlight of... God of War Ragnarok is definitely my highlight of the year. Um, and Ghost of Tsushima. So it's not necessarily the gameplay itself, but one feature in the game in particular stood out to me. I literally only got the game... I, that was about like two or three weeks ago. And um, the cinematic feature. Guys. <laughs> oh, the black and white mode? Not just the black, no, the fact that you can actually create your own like mini trailer slash cinematics like with, you can change the weather, you can change the the day, the, the time of day, you can oh, you the, know, photo change the camera. Yes, oh my gosh, like. Okay, I, I, I'll give you, I'll give that up. Ghost of Shishima's photo mode is good. Bro, it's really that was really cool. For me, that was like what, like I literally, and I think I, I discovered it by accident, like. I was bashing buttons and it just went into like photo <laughs> mode. <laughs> like, what, the, what the hell is this? And like my boyfriend was there and he was just like, okay, like let's 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 discover this. Let's let's you know explore a little bit more. And I was there busy doing you know rainy days with like him posing on his steed and whatnot. And I was just like, okay, now that's it for me. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, Ghost of Tsushima's photo mode is so addictive. Yes, it's like you. You start and you're like, I can do this. Oh, let me do this. Oh, let me do this. Right? Oh, let me see how this will look with this filter. It's a fun time. No, absolutely. Like, it, I def it definitely brought out like the Zack Snyder in me. I was just like, yeah, my time is now. <laughs> So those for me would be would be my my top highlights in 2022. I've played a couple of others. I mean, I just completed Horizon Zero Dawn after I don't know how many years. In the beginning, when I started it, it was just like, you know, it was a bit slow in the beginning, but it really picked up. And I guess what I would say is the story was just really, really impressive. Um, but if I was to talk about the highlights of 2022, God of War Ragnarok and Ghost of Tsushima's photo mode for me, hands down. Um, okay, favorite gaming moment. Um, playing through Destiny 2's Witch, King, Witch, Witch Queen campaign. A lot of extra lore added and it was quite, quite fun and exhilarating. 
well, <laughs> while it lasted. And ooh, personal game of the year, something that came out this year. I guess it would have to be Elden Ring. I can't look any further than that. I think my favorite gaming moment of 2022 is when you go to Redmain Castle in Elden Ring and you get to fight General Rodan for the first time. Like that moment when you're still trying to figure out what it is that is happening and then you see arrows and spears just flying across you. I can only describe it as being the only thing that comes close to that moment for me in gaming had to be fighting the end in Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, that General Redan fight is just the most insane, most beautiful uh, design thingy I have ever experienced like in gaming in a very, very long time. That is definitely my favorite gaming moment and Elden Ring is my favorite game of 2022. That is my personal game of the year and I'm glad that it won at the Game Awards at least. So for me, I think my favorite gaming moment and my favorite game of the year go hand in hand because both of those things come from one game and it's Elden Ring. I know to most this is very shocking because um, I, I had never played a Souls game before and Elden Ring was my first Souls game. Decided to hop onto it and give it a try, give it a go and Definitely the first area was giving me difficulties and I was already getting discouraged but you know after trying for a little bit and like learning how the game works and I started understanding you know how the game works I started managing to beat bosses and whatnot and the game became really fun for me and before I knew it I was breezing through the bosses of course, you know, there were one or two where I would spend quite some time <laughs> stuck on like a certain boss. And of course, those would always have me thinking, do I really want to play this game? Like maybe this is where, where I end. But you know, I'll probably just take a, a little bit, a little break and come back to it. And usually after that, I would be like, okay, I'm ready to do this. And... I would be able to do it and you know there was just like that feeling of accomplishment like every time I beat a boss that had been giving me so much trouble like a boss I thought I would never be able to beat like every time I beat that boss like I beat such a boss like I would like I would be overjoyed like the <laughs> like I can't even explain how good it made me feel I just loved being able to overcome the challenges and whatever and i guess that kept me going i know it sounds like i'm a masochist or something no guys i i don't i don't just enjoy inflicting pain on myself it's just the whole thing of you know being able to see that i've improved at the game that made me very happy like oh i'm better now now i can beat this boss or or um I've made my build better. I'm I'm proud of myself here. So that 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 made me very happy. That pleased me a lot. And you know, I was able to to uh, get through certain bosses and whatnot till I got to the final boss. And I definitely spent a few days on the final boss. I I would try it out and uh, 
after a few unsuccessful attempts i would leave level up maybe i would be tired and exit the game come back tomorrow and you know one day i finally had that perfect golden run and i finally beat the boss and you know saw the whole what was it you know like the the what's the word i'm looking for the credits sorry the credits rolled and i was ecstatic i was like i've just finished elden ring i've finished this game i i swear i thought i would never be able to finish the game i thought you know what i've wasted 60 dollars on a game 60 dollars i'm never gonna get back i bought a game i'm probably never gonna play but you know um being able to get through it definitely was my favorite my personal favorite gaming moment of the year i loved just you know just being able to to get through the game i loved being able to to play through it and you know understand it the lore was great i think all the characters that i was able to meet in the game were also great the music was great the environments were great like I, ah, I, I, I fell in love with the game. I, I really fell in love with the game, and when time for the game awards rolled around, I was definitely like, this has to be game of the year, you guys. Like there's no way, the way I've experienced this game. If other people have experienced this game the way I've experienced this game, this game has to be the game of the year. This has to be the one. It has to be. You know, I, I literally said it. And I was quite pleased to see that it was it was um, the game of the year. That made me very happy. It's it's a beautiful game, and it's actually inspired me to probably look into FromSoft's other games. You know, the Soul series. Uh, maybe not now, but uh, <laughs> in the near future, I'm, I'm quite I'm quite inspired. So. That was my time with Elden Ring and uh, it was great, definitely my game of the year and I I need more people to play it. I need more people to play it and if you do plan on playing it, don't give up. I swear, it's like, uh, you know, you just keep going. It's, it's, it's really good. <laughs> like, uh, as old school as Fans have been waiting for for this kind of game for a very long time, uh, and them going back to like, the Middle yeah, East in in that period and, and, and just it just felt right. It, it was it, it was I don't know. It felt right, and I honestly can't wait to get back into that world to, to mess around with those characters. To do some proper assassinating again, uh, it can really breathe life back into my fondness for the franchise once again. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was that was really good. Another similar thing was um, when Cyberpunk Edge Runners came out. Just how I feel it did a an excellent job of expressing Here what the the fans of the game felt and even going back because I played the game again after Edge, after watching Edge just it it makes the game better somehow because Edge Runners has the same locations as the game so like when you're in those locations again it's like you're 
it's like you're remembering like oh Rebecca was here like this is where this character did this and stuff and and there's areas where certain things happens in the anime and there's and they dropped items and stuff there now it's like they see the project with like put little homages to the anime in there and it's just I wish more games and stuff would do that mm. you know, like just enrich enrich yeah, the world. games like in, yeah. yeah enrich yeah. the world with that stuff because like yeah like that's like I like to joke a lot about it like it's like uh, environmental storytelling <laughs> <laughs> like just finding random stuff written on the wall like no way but like yeah like it, it really did Edge Runners really did like make uh, Cyberpunk 2077 much richer, and, and yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that game. That's nice. You know, everybody says this year was the year when video game adaptation, like, we got not only one good one, but two good ones. Despite, you know, adaptations famous for being, you know, not being good. You know, video game adaptations usually not good. And... I haven't watched Edge Runners yet, unfortunately. I can testify to the quality of Arcane. And given that people were comparing it, Edge Runners favorably to Arcane, that probably means it's really good. Next, I just want to express how much I love Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Like, I could write a love letter because from its conception, from, from the moment I learned it was going to exist, I loved it. It came out, I was not disappointed. It broke my heart. I, I was still in love. It has left us now and I will remember it later. It, it was a good show. It was a pretty good show, yeah. Also, I'm a very big cyberpunk fan, so this was just this was this was I, I ate this up. It it filled filled me with that special dopamine, not not, not the regular one you get from games. Now nah, it was it was, was special. I love that cyberpunk edge runners is a thing. Like I love that it got like like that particular part of cyberpunk's lore got adapted into like a really well received series. And like more and more good gaming adaptations are becoming a thing. Um, the Sonic movies, Cyberpunk, Arcane. Robin, you got any others that you can recall? Any other moments that I enjoyed during the year? That you know what? Fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed asking you to play Shredder's Revenge with me, and you rejecting me. I enjoyed that. Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going to choose to ignore this dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> the next moment, which I could say, like, hmm, this, this got me, was when I started playing Bayonetta three. Okay, so oh, Bayonetta three is. Very weird game in that the trailers were really bad. Really? Yeah, the trailers were really bad. Like, it made the game look so not good. Then I started playing the game. And I went in with tampered expectations because of that. I was like, okay, I'm going to lower my expectations because the systems they're showing in the trailer don't look good. You know, Benetta 3's gimmick is the big kaiju battles, you know. 
you summon your big ass demon and then you make it fight for you. So me in my head, I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Then when it finally clicked, the moment everything started making sense with how that system works, was mind blowing. In that you're not supposed to stop combat to use your big ass summon. You're supposed to do it all together. And that, you know, that clicking, that moment, that's what it's a, a literal light bulb moment. That was one of those things like, ah, okay, yeah, this is, this is one of my favorite action games ever. Thank you. Is it, is, I haven't seen much talk about Bayonetta 3 uh, apart from the, the straightening of her character. Um, yes, the ending is controversial. Very, very <laughs> controversial. The ending is, they, I would argue it is bad. Like, how dare <laughs> But is the game itself, like, just, like, on par with everything else? Because the, 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 the bar is high. Yeah. It's fantastic to play. Like, they all, like I've said, the trailers were just bad. I don't know, the people they were giving to play in the trailers were not good. They did not showcase the game as it was supposed to be showcased. Otherwise, the game systems are very well thought out. And, you know, I'm somebody who's been down on Platinum games with their past few releases. But this was like, okay, when they want and when they have the money, no, they're, they're still They're still I'm, I'm still shocked Bayonetta has become like a legit Nintendo mascot. <laughs> like, I don't think they planned that to happen. <laughs> but I think her character is just so magnetic that it's impossible for that to not happen. Yeah, her character is such an important part of the franchise. That's why, you know, the story stuff is important. You know, it's not just about the gameplay, despite, you know, thinking that, oh, it's just about the gameplay. But no, her character is very important to people. It matters. That's why something happens to the character that they don't like, there is an outcry. So that's why that uh, uprage happened about the ending. Because the ending was not good. Yeah. <laughs> I think, because uh, I'm adding a bunch of stuff to this one, I'm going to try and keep it short so we can pivot to our games of the year. Maybe you can say what your game of the year was and like a few honorable mentions. So I'll start. So one of my honorable mentions is... This is gonna surprise you, Robin. <laughs> is it 12 minutes? <laughs> no. Wait, 12 Actually, minutes Tunic. Oh, Tunic. Tunic. Oh. Yeah, like I played more Tunic. Um, once I, 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 no, not I. Once I knew what it was, and I'm like, okay, this is what this is, and I, and I played it. It was, it was really fun. Uh, this, the sense of discovery and, and putting stuff together, the boss fights were very good, very good boss fights. Uh, the level design was really good, the characters were very cute, it looked very nice. Uh, the, the, the gameplay was really good. Uh, I recommend that people do play some Tunic. Tunic was, was, was good fun. Good, good fun. I'm very, I'm very uh, proud. This might be recency bias. Because I'm still playing it, I'm not done, but I really do like Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now here's the thing, right? I'm a very big Free Access like fan. XCOM 2, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Civilization, 
it was a very PC game of games. I'm a PC gamer. I really like strategy games. Those are all very difficult games. Mm. <laughs> uh, Midnight Suns is also pretty difficult. Um, I, I I don't like card games, but the way they've done this, it's won me over. The characters are fun. They're making a Marvel game with Marvel characters that are not like the MCU. Oh, they. That's not fair to say. They're not the MCU characters, and that's okay. Like they, they've made it work. Like the the, the it's it, it's very character heavy. Like that surprised me because I expected it to just be like, oh, here's a bunch of like Marvel characters, put mm-hmm. them in an XCOM gameplay thing, and mm-hmm. go ham. But then the, the character stuff makes you care for Blade. It's like, oh, because I interacted with Blade and he likes his coffee this way and stuff. So now I care about him in the game, and I don't need him to die in the gameplay, like stuff like that. So I'm I'm really enjoying that game. But my game of the year is very unsurprisingly Elden Ring. I really really got into that game. I had a hmm, I was gonna say I had a good time. That would be a lie. And the guy gets done. It, it was interesting. It was an interesting game. I have to say. Um, you need to finish it. <laughs> so my one gripe, my one gripe, because I like almost everything about that game, except the like that feeling of hitting a wall. Because I, I'm one of those weird gamers who actually likes to have their hand rubbed. Like, hold my hand, please. <laughs> like just tell me where to go like tell me exactly where to go like all the time every time like i really really don't mind it. i very much enjoy it uh, and elden ring does not do that at all like it will nothing like it will not even for hints it makes you work for your hints um so that that, that i found but everything else like the, the gameplay once it clicks I think that's probably my favorite thing about it, like, because, uh, like, I like strategy games, and to a certain extent, Modern Ring is a strategy game, gameplay-wise, where, like, um, like, mixing and matching builds is probably not, like, the most efficient thing, because if you're not very good at the game, you'll be punished for not doing the most effective thing, but mm. for someone who likes to experiment and stuff, like, what if you did this and did that, and, 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 and you know, like, mixing certain types of weapons and, and fighting styles and, and, and all that. I found that very, very fascinating. My insistence on using a bow, you know, it's not efficient, but like, I, I found it fun. Like, I found it, I found it very, very fun. Mm. You know, my insistence on being dual wielding katana Ugh. and stuff Damn. like that. It's, it's, it's very, like, risk-heavy, but I, I still find it fun. Yeah. There's a couple characters I liked. Um, I think another thing that it does well is big moments are not um, uh, telegraphed. It's like you just be moving and then suddenly you're a dragon. Like just suddenly. <laughs> and, and, and that feels, it feels organic and, mm. and memorable. And, and there's so many moments like that where it's just like, oh, suddenly this is a big thing. Wow, what's happening? Uh, and, and yeah, just more of that, I think, is, is, is very, very welcome. 
are some very very awesome boss fights yeah uh, i and honestly it's opened me up to to trying more games in that style which is why i'm looking forward to rise of pain so much because it's like you know that the aesthetic is, is awesome i want to try it out and now that i know that i i i can kind of play these games yeah, I'll definitely yeah. The music was great. Great music. Let's not sleep on the music. Really, really good music in that game. Really, really good art design in that game. Yeah. Looking forward to what they do next. Armored <laughs> Core! <Okay. laughs> Actually, the, rele- the, the trailer for Armored Core is also one of my favorite moments in gaming because I clocked that it was Armored Core once I saw the mix and I'm like, are they really announcing Armored Core? Because the way Jeff Keighley... Did you see the Game Awards, Stella? No, I didn't. Well, I missed them, but I watched the highlights. So, like, Armored Core was like their last, like, the big one. Yeah. Jeff Keighley, like, took... Like, Jeff Keighley was gonna die announcing this thing. And I'm like, what could it be? And it's like, it's clearly from Soft. And is it Armored Core? Is he really hyping Armored Core like this? Because those games, man, they're not very good, to be honest. So I am very curious mm. what they will be received like this next one. Like, I am extremely curious what the general gaming world will, will be like towards this new game. Because it's definitely going to have so many new people try it out. I want to try it, yeah. Yeah, and I, I hope it doesn't, like, backfire on them. Mm. Because I actually I like mix, so I hope that this like makes other developers who let's also make make games. Anyway, I'm digressing. Elden Ring was my game of the year. What about you guys? Okay, well, Stella has already told us that. (laughs) There is still so much to say. (laughs) (laughs) You can go ahead, say say what you want. Speak your okay. piece. <laughs> so, unsurprisingly, my game of the year is definitely God of War Ragnarok. Ghost of Tsushima is a very close second, only because I played it this year. So, like, I God of War Ragnarok for me is is my number one pick. Um, mainly because for me personally, I am somebody who loves games that are very heavy on the storyline. Um, God of War twenty eighteen gave us all of that you know that the gameplay and um the story was, was was phenomenal for me anyway i like the the fact that they kind of changed it from like you know ancient greece to like norse mythology um it was definitely right up my alley um i love the whole aesthetic of the game and which is why i'm somewhat kind of like, it was like a bittersweet moment for me with god of war ragnarok knowing that this is like the end of the norse um era of the of the franchise yeah um so i'm definitely anxious to see what it is that they're going to do next i'm hoping that it's it's going to be equally as good i don't know like i'm i'm a bit skeptical because it's kind of like there's still so much that we need to to do you know um but for me god of war ragnarok is definitely my game of the year because one the story was amazing Character development as well for me, the fact that, and, and this is another wow moment, the fact that you can actually play as Atreus was a really, really 
it was like a cherry on top of the of the perfect cake for me because it was like oh now you know we we get to play with Kratos but now we're playing with Atreus you know different skills seeing things from his perspective it also gave us it was just very there was a lot let me just say there was a lot but it wasn't like information overload where like you just feel like they're doing too much at the same time it just all fit together so perfectly and i really really appreciate that i feel like santa monica really just like outdid themselves with this game not to mention bear mccrary such an amazing composer such a fan the music slaps the music yeah like slap. the music slaps guys if i tell you i have the whole soundtrack on my phone you would think i'm lying like <laughs> i literally have the whole soundtrack on my phone and um Yeah no I just really appreciate the the fact that they just kept things very dynamic yet so simple and um it for me was just it was just such a great experience and I really am looking forward to the next um the next God of War game I hope that they only move up from here to be honest um if everyone else has played the game Um I'm sure they can agree that it was maybe it might not be your game of the year but for me personally out of all the games I've played this year um it definitely it definitely topped the list. I mean Red Dead was was good too. It was good, very good. I love a good Red open Dead Red Dead Redemption 2. Very good game as well. Very good story. Ah when I say I cried for a character guys and that's another one. <laughs> If you haven't played it please do. <laughs> Um the order as well was really really good. Um I think the order for me would probably be my third. But God of War um is definitely my my game of of 2022. I respect a lot of what it did in terms yeah. of choices for the story. There's a lot of things which I'm like hmm, I never expected it to go there. Yes, yeah. Like okay this is a very interesting take on mythology. I like mm. combat is great. The expansions to the combat were fantastic. Good game. It's not my game of the year. It I guess we can put it in honorable mentions for me. <laughs> Because you know, I liked a lot of games. God of War was one. Mm. 3, I have talked about it. Xenoblade 3 is one I have not talked about. It surprised me. I've never been a Xenoblade guy. And so Z- me liking Xenoblade 3 as much as I did really shocked me. It it felt like it clicked. Like with Xenoblade gla- games, the combat is for lack of better words, people call it an auto battle. Like you let it fight and then you just do something now with Xenoblade 3 you know I don't like auto battle so Xenoblade 3 unlike the other two games I was like okay let me actually play this let me get how the game works and I'm like oh I understand this this is actually really good I like this game I want I want to do all the side content which has never happened with any of the So there's a big difference and of course you know it's got literally the best music in a game this year the music is incredible so that's an added bonus but uh yeah my game of the year is obviously Elden Ring like if if you know me you know my thoughts on Elden Ring I think it's the best game ever 
like <laughs> I, I've deliberated on that position for a while. <laughs> Whether it is actually the best, and I'm like I'm now fairly confident that I yeah this is this is the best game I've played. It yeah. It it did everything it needed to. It it felt perfect. Of course, no game is actually perfect. Like and. This is not a perfect video game, but I digress. Uh, Elden Ring felt like it did everything I wanted. At at the same time, it gave me more, in the sense yeah. that there were moments where I was like I said, like with the elevator moments where your mind is blown. And I've been playing these Souls games since I was in high school, and even then. It's not grown old. Like they still managed to find a way to blow my mind. Mm. There's still things which are like this formula is now over ten years old, but it is still a very damn good formula, and it is still a formula which they are able to reinvent in so many cool ways that I'm just like, Ish. yeah, I haven't. No, nothing will get better than this. This is this is the best. It's the best oh, thing I've played. <laughs> uh, FromSoft have, you know, they never needed to prove themselves to anyone, but they've proven themselves to people, I guess. My game of the year is Elden Ring. Elden Ring was my first um, From game from software game that I had played going into it knowing full well what it would be um, and just going for it I had never played the Dark Souls trilogy I had played Bloodborne I really love Bloodborne but Bloodborne was different from the Souls trilogy uh, from what I had seen and read and I was always intimidated by the Souls trilogy, but I love Bloodborne. So the thing about Elden Ring was that after I played and finished it, it made me want more. And so I, I, I played the Dark Souls trilogy for the very first time. And I, I, I played all three games and I enjoyed them. And I'm a huge fan now. And uh, I just want to do it again. So Elden Ring is my game of the year because when i first started to play it it evoked that sense of wonder that i had as a kid you know video games were magical to me when i was a child and um going places discovering items and and, and secrets was so much fun it was just it was as if you were playing a game within a game um you would have a quest marker somewhere and then you just go off the beaten path and try something different and it will just have amazing consequences or results or, or whatever you want to call it and it was really fun and Elden Ring took me back to that time I would go to uh, I would just pick a direction and just go and I would find some sort of encounter uh, it, it just it was so different and it put me in a position where I saw for myself that if I was not ready for a certain area, I could always come back. And the world was so vast, so huge that 
I would always have something to do and I would level up and I would learn new techniques. I would get new gear and when I would, by the time I would go back to that area that was giving me trouble, I could I could beat the boss that was there. And that sense of progression is so powerful, so empowering. And that's how much I, pretty much how I played the entire game. And I really loved that the ending that I chose was um, in harmony with the character that I built. I had my own law about who the character was, their background, and as the Elden Ring story unfolded, I started to see that, hey, I resonate deeply with these events. And so I went with them. And by the time that I had finished the game, I had such an immense satisfaction knowing that I had infused my own make-believe with uh, what the game story had to offer. And, you know, after beating Elden Ring, I went back and played the Dark Souls trilogy and I, I completely loved them. So a game that is able to do that, that is able to evoke so much emotion and feelings of triumph is A plus in my, in my book. Um, such an amazing game. So yeah, there, there you have it. That's my favorite moment in my game of the year of 2022. Take care. Obviously, you know, as you'd expect from me, which is the game of the year for me, of course, still being Elden Ring. That for me was the best moment um, of, you know, playing that game when it came out. Uh, we had a whole podcast, another talking podcast reacting to Elden Ring. And you should definitely check that out. So I really did enjoy that game. Um, I loved how everything stopped. And I, I, I think, you know, Horizon and them, man, they need to start finding better release windows. Stop coming up on front software release games, please. But yeah, I loved that game. I still love it, basically. It was really dope, really uh, experimental. I loved some of the things they've set with the open world genre. Um, as a diehard Souls fan already, you know, that was just more medicine for me. I loved it. Um, and the, the craziest thing was how I knew for a fact it was my game of the year is how much of a void it left when I finished it. Because I finished it within the first two, three weeks of it being out. I was just playing that non-stop. And, and it pissed me off and everything. But when it was done, I was stuck. I was like, what am I going to play now? And everything just felt inadequate. Nothing really hit the spot. But over time, that's how I got into my Final Fantasy Online and stuff. Over time, I had stuff to play. So definitely, game of the year for me, 100% Elden Ring. So thank you so much for the, the chance to be on the, the podcast. Thank you so much for the time. Compliments to everybody. See you guys next year. Happy gaming. I played a lot of as Dusk Falls, which is like super great. And the highlight just, I guess, from all of that was been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with, with Dennis and finishing all of that, which is just like such a great experience. And my game of the year, probably, I guess this is a generic answer, but it's Elden Ring. It was either between Elden Ring or Stray, but I've played 10 hours of Elden Ring and it's just as amazing as, as people said it was. Because I just recently started playing it and I've played like 
10 hours of that game and I've just I've only been defeated three mini bosses and reached like the main boss Magritte almost defeated him but died and then just like oh I'll just come back to this then I just I guess what I like from that game is just the freedom it gives you it's oddly relaxing I don't know why it's very relaxing to play I can just it's just about patience just it teaches you that level of patience and it's not super stressful like say Bloodborne which I was also playing this year for the first time and that one is super aggressive but like ordinary just like oh okay just assess the situation see what your boss does and just try to beat them if you can't go away for a bit level up come back just zero stress it is super weird and super great Um, for me, I think what I'm looking forward to the most next year is probably um, Forspoken. I don't know, based off what I've seen, I, I like the aesthetic and I just think that it's it's right, like it's something that I would be interested in playing. Um, I love the whole, you know, witchcraft, not really witchcraft, but like it just looks very wizardry and just yeah like i it's forespoken for me is definitely one and then also um the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom uh that for me was the highlight of the nintendo direct this year so i'm definitely looking forward to um that one next year because i mean breath of the wild i know a lot of people don't really fancy it much and say that it's overrated yeah i believe a lot of people say that it's overrated a lot of people have been saying that Breath of the Wild is overrated. I don't think so, personally. When a, when a game is called overrated, it's a counter to the fact that it is so highly rated. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's the only other explanation for real. <laughs> that's the only other explanation. I, I think, you know, I, I guess, you know, to each their own. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to the next release of um, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. So those two games were spoken, and Legend of Zelda. Hogwarts Legacy also looks good. I'm very curious for spoken because everything I've seen in this book looks bad. It looks bad. bad. To me, very. Yeah. Well, bad is strong. It looks <laughs> basic. Okay, it's fr- it's frustrating because it looks like it has a lot of potential, mm. but it's just not getting there. And and I think that's why it sticks it sticks out for me because like. This yeah, could that's, be great, but, that's the but it's not that, that's how, reaching. Like I've said, that's my opinion from playing the demo in that this could, there is a lot of potential here. And they just need to get it right for the final release. Wait, you've played the, there's a demo? Yeah. There's a demo. I didn't even know there was a demo. Yep, there is. The demo. Is it available on PS4 as well? No, for Spoken is next gen only. Oh, it's next gen. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's still. I guess, I guess I can't really say much on that then. If you've already had that experience and like you know you've experienced it firsthand and no, you've already found that. I'm really excited for it as well. Yeah. Especially from the trailers, but from what I've played from the demo, I'm like it needs polishing. Hmm. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I actually don't mind. Like, I like the character designs. I like the character. I don't mind that 
she's wonderful. I do like wonderful characters. Um, so I will definitely be checking that out. Mm. Like I, I definitely will. Like I, it's one of those things where like you want it to win so hard. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's not, yes. It's not um, presenting in a way that this thing. Well, that I think anyway, will make it win super hard. So. Let's just hope that it's ready for for next year. I mean, they still have a bit of time to. Well, not really. I mean, next year is literally in a couple of weeks. But Coming out next month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just hope that you know everything. They've put everything in place, or they've utilized this time to just kind of work on, like you've said, some of the things that just need polishing. Because it does look like it has a lot of potential. I'm actually genuinely surprised that there was a demo and that, like you know, people actually got a chance to kind of get that experience so i can't say much but based off what i've seen it does look like something that i would like to play um hogwarts legacy as well um uh, is right. interesting hogwarts legacy for me has the opposite effect of spoken where i think that you know the controversy around it is doing a disservice to just how bloody excellent it looks every yeah. time they show something about it yeah everything they show about that game just looks like this is exactly what a big franchise thing should be like mm. all the rooms and the, the, the spells the dungeons like and actually the spells crafting your own and potions and whatnot everything is exactly what you super you cool expect. yeah so, let's hope they don't mess yeah. it up honestly because it looks really good and i like the fact that they haven't really used the actual characters of the movie series if that makes sense like they've just kind of made it their own thing and i really really appreciate that because i feel like you the know most of the time approach. when you sorry that's the correct approach yeah, they absolutely. To, I agree. Like we are talking about we, they need to enhance the world, not exactly. Exactly. It's it. I feel like there's a lot of pressure that comes with trying to adapt like the same characters. There's just a lot of pressure. It's, it's kind of like you know how you make a movie out of the book. Same thing. You know, there's just that thing that these high expectations where like you know sometimes unrealistic expectations as well. Because you think so highly of the movies, or you think so highly of the books, and if if the movie falls short, it's kind of like, ah, what are we doing with our time? So, I really appreciate the fact that they just made it their own thing, and I'm really looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy for next year as well. Same. Mm. The games I'm looking forward to are very similar to yours as well, uh, but I have to say the one that like top 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 of my list. Um, actually, <laughs> Street Fighter Six. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm a big Street Fighter fan. Um, I, I Street Fighter Two was one of the first games I played. Really enjoyed it. Played a lot of played thousands of hours of Street Fighter Two. Um, I did not play anything in the Street Fighter Three-ish era. I did play Four. I played a lot of Four. Four is what got me into the FPC and esports. So it's very, very, very special to me. Like, very, very special. Uh, like, if, if you're into esports at all, you know how big of a world that is. So the fact that like you, it's like your first love, you know. <laughs> so um, I didn't play much of Street Fighter Five, but I do like Street Fighter Five a lot. And Street Fighter Six looks brilliant. Everything I've seen of it looks great. I I really want to get into that game. I really want to be serious about it. I, 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 I wish of, uh, you were here 
because I've been playing the beta this weekend. Yeah, I I, I didn't even I'm I, like when I saw that I was like, man, I should have. I didn't know that there was a beta coming out, so I would have found a way to get that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited about Street Fighter Six, but also um, Resident Evil Four. So Res. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's another maybe. one. So I, um, I was gonna say I'm not a fan of Resident Evil, but that wouldn't be true because I am a fan of Resident Evil. Uh, I'm a fan of Resident Evil One, Two, and Three. And not a fan Veronica. of action Resident Evil. Yeah. Yes, and Four was the first one that felt like it dipped into the action side of things. Mm. And Resident Evil Four Remake looks like it is not too actiony. It's like what I wanted Resident Evil 4 to be in the first place, so I'm excited for that. I would like to really, because I, it's a lot, there are a lot of people who say that that's the like the best game of all time, and I, I can't argue because of how impactful it was gaming as a whole. So for me to experience that in a way that I know I would fully really enjoy. I'm looking forward to next week. <laughs> Evo, Evo Championship is making a return to offline. That's definitely a great moment for me. Um, also, LS Con happening this year. I was, I, I know it wasn't fully gaming, but like in general the whole event just making a comeback is also another moment for me um optic winning uh winning halo the halo championship that's another moment for me um if i if i i would also pick a moment where i participated in the fanta gaming tournament that's that's a great moment for me as well um and God of War Ragnarok dropping this year. Yes. I, I guess that answers the second question because um, my personal favorite game this year is definitely Ragnarok. And I still, <clears throat> Jesus, and I still haven't even finished it yet. But like, um, so far it's been a great experience, uh, especially because I recently played the first one and the story progression throughout the entire game is just like it they they all did themselves the music um the the visuals amazing i, I keep like i keep having these moments where i'm screenshotting moments in the game every single time and it's it's crazy um but yeah i think those are some of my favorite moments uh this year i really didn't sit down to think about it but i'm sure if i did i would i'll probably think of more but having uh a street fighter trailer drop yo i'm i'm excited for next year june like the street fighter trailer had me geeking and it's gonna be great i can't wait my favorite gaming moment of the year uh, would have to be the Xbox showcase. Uh, there's a couple of games that I'm 
really looking forward to next year hopefully they still launch next year such as uh, replaced and starfield like because i'm a big rpg guy and uh yeah like starfield wondering what they'll do next uh, yeah i should say yeah the xbox showcase is a couple of games there that i would like to play i haven't played uh what's the one stalker is it stalker so that one looks interesting but i uh, don't know if i can just jump right into the second one without playing the first one uh so yeah there are a couple of games that i'm looking forward to next year uh my personal uh, game of the year would have to be tunic uh i not really much of a metroidvania guy but uh, not really metroidvania um, souls like it's got very souls like elements and also yes does have some uh, metroidvania kind of things go here go back get a few achievements so yeah tunic would be my personal favorite uh, game of the year though i have to say i haven't played most of uh, recent games been playing mostly catching up on old games and uh, stuff uh, from the um, past library and stuff yeah but yeah would have to be tunic and uh, favorite uh, gaming moment would be the um, um, some of the announcements from the xbox uh, game show at e3 or during that period the best part about being a gamer right now is probably like the fact that we've got lots to choose from now like personally i'm a pc guy and i mostly play rpgs and really old ones at that and like okay not that old but like stuff that came out late 90s early 2000s that sort of thing and um i'm glad to see that more and more people are like into that sort of thing now and a lot of those games are getting remakes um really like that uh we have kind of outgrown the console wars like finally like everybody just universally agrees that we we just like what we like now and it's pretty it's pretty cool it's really cool and uh yeah yeah it's uh it's been a good year for gaming so that's all i gotta say about that my game of the year would have to be uh master the rise sunbreak uh, the expansion, of course. Uh, Master Hunter be, uh, easily being one of the best online experiences of, of my gaming life. The the the, the new masters that they added were very cool, very challenging. Uh, three of them were based off uh, of of like three classical horror elements: vampires, Frankenstein's monsters, and uh, and wells. Uh, it felt uh, it and fighting felt. Uh, Felt really incredible, especially the vampire monster Mars, you know. Uh, it was all very nice, and the final boss was incredible as well. Um, for my for my favorite gaming moment, it would have to be it it would have to be winning a Pokemon Draft League tournament, not once but twice. These are two tournament. Uh, uh, these tona- these tournaments went for like twelve uh, went on for like twelve weeks each, and I and I won and I and I managed to win them both. Uh, the, uh, each uh, uh, each of my leagues had like a 16-man bracket. I managed I, and I and, and I managed to bring home the gold once, but twice. Yes, 
as some of you may already know, I'm very big on Pokemon. So, so winning those two tournaments for me this year were kind of a confidence boost. I'm not gonna lie, feeling pretty good about it. Uh, anyway, thanks for hearing me out, uh, and please uh, enjoy the the festivities. Thank you. Personally, I'd have to say my favorite gaming moment of the year is probably the Street Fighter 6 reveal. I'm super excited to get onto Street Fighter 6 on release and um, really get into the game competitively and on stream. Um, and my game of the year in terms of ones that I played, probably Pokemon Legends Arceus. One of the best Pokemon games, if not the best Pokemon game ever. Um, loads of fun and if you guys haven't played it, you definitely should. Because I, I can name quite a lot I enjoyed the past few years, from DSX to Transistor. There's it, it it so many to choose from. But in recent times, of course, Cyberpunk 2077, it's, like, it's now like representing the entire genre. And most recently, we have Citizen Sleeper, which is an RPG story, uh, story game. Yeah, which is surprising. Okay, not surprisingly um immersive but it is very immersive actually anyway guys yeah this was this was fun i don't want to take up your whole weekend <laughs> uh, <laughs> please do <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to to doing what we're doing and yeah enjoy the enjoy the holiday season likewise thank you so much i had a great time thanks for having me guys robin do enjoy your christmas buddy thank you my friend thank you Alright guys, uh, yeah, and everyone thanks for listening and uh, yeah, please do enjoy the recommendations that you've heard from everyone else here and uh, yeah, let us know what some of your favorite moments in gaming in 2022 were. Peace.